Man, we've Lovely. lost Trey's video right yeah, off the bat. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> right on Just cue. be ready for Trey to disappear a few times. Yeah. It's all good. For some Respect. reason, my, my camera that's having a really hard time. Uh, I'd rather the camera than the mic. Yeah, me too. Me too. Here, let's do one of those guys. Uh, yeah, we're on the nose cam today, where it's you get to see all the bats in the cave. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mistletoe Secret. I am the ice salt stuck between my dog's paws, Trey Plutnicki. I am the. I am the last ornament at the bottom of the ornament box, Daniel Kunkel. Mm. Oh, I am Santa's illegitimate Latin brother. SMJ. Nice. <laughs> and we have a special guest. It's our last. Okay, so it's our last episode of 2012. And SMJ, you have tuned in at the perfect time for this film. Correct. Yeah. Welcome. Do you want to introduce yourself I, I, a little bit more than Santa's oh. Latin, <laughs> illegitimate Latin brother? I was going to say illegitimate son, but I feel like that would be offensive to my mother. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm a playwright based out of New York City. Um, I went to college with Trey and Daniel. Um, I'm a playwright, uh, a theater educator for high school kids. Um, I'm a mother. Uh, I'm a daughter. I'm a trans person. It's great. Uh, I don't know. Is that that is that is more more than enough? (laughs) This is also, I think, the first Hallmark movie I've ever seen. Wow. To be honest, I I've seen trailers. I I know that Candace, uh, you know, DJ Tanner does a lot of them. But other than that, I don't think I've seen. I've seen Lifetime movies. I don't think I've seen. Uh, Oh, okay. So you are pure. You are pure. (laughs) Does that mean we're dirty? You are are untainted. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, well, after this movie, I'm pretty. Tainted, so. <laughs> this is, okay. This is really interesting. Then this is exciting mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So, well, today's film is Baby's First Christmas. It is. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's a movie of that's frame that's framed by a twenty five thousand dollar contest to achieve the first baby born on Christmas. Uh, and there's hijinks in the mix. because, And I say it's framed by that because the movie isn't about that. It's about, like, no. six other things. Um, Daniel, The movie's about everything, and it's about nothing. Yeah, Daniel, do you want to take, <laughs> take the summary on this, this bad boy? I, yeah, do you want to time me? I want to see how fast I can do it. Kyle and Jenna are the are the people, right? Yeah. Kyle and Jenna. Okay. Uh, okay. Timer is going to start in three, two, <laughs> one, go. Uh, Kyle and Jenna are working together, and their uh, brother and sister, who I forgot their names, but they meet, they fall in love. Cut to ten years in the future. Kyle and Jenna have to catch a car to New York because they're snowed in in Chicago, so you can't fly from Chicago to New York. You think the movie's going to be about, oh, they're going to have this road trip, they're going to bond. Not at all. They make it to New York in the very next Record cut. time. When they get there, they find out that Jim and Trisha uh, are expecting a child. Jim and Trisha rush off to the hospital. That is the baby of Baby's First Christmas. They rush off to the hospital. Kyle 
Kyle and Jenna uh, illegally go through their mail to figure out that they are having financial issues with their home and with everything. Uh, the cable bill goes out, which Kyle fixes because he wants to watch the big game because he has $200 on it. Uh, Jenna has trouble explaining to her niece what gambling is for yeah. some reason. They decide to go out and talk to the person who is taking away their home, who's re, like reacquiring their home. They go there. You think the movie's going to be about them convincing him. It's not about mm -hmm. that. They leave. They go to church because the, their niece is cold, and then they knock this lady off the ground, and then the dog, her dog runs away. You think it's going to be about them finding the dog, and it's not really about them finding the dog. And then I don't even remember where they go next. Kyle and Jenna fight. They, they split apart. Kyle gets arrested because he tries to help a woman get her purse back. You think the movie's going to be about them getting him out of prison. It's not about that. They get him out of prison in the very next scene. Kyle and Jenna reunite. They share an intimate moment in the police horse stable, which is... Um, um, what's the opposite of heavy-handed? Uh, uh, hilariously romantic. Or, sorry. You... Yeah, it's okay. hilariously romantic yes. and heavy-handed. Um, I don't even remember, man. The the niece calls the radio station that we've been hearing the whole time, and she's like, everything sucks on Christmas. Um, she basically yeah. sings a song. And then all of New York comes together, the world comes together to help this girl. Uh, they, they find the dog. Um, uh, this guy finds the dog, cut to the hospital. Kyle... So, for some reason, reconnects with his uh, horrible father. Yeah, who, who we meet for <laughs> the horrible. first time. Um, the baby's born. They lose the contest, but then the old lady whose dog they save is like, I run a, I run a lot of... The deus ex machina in this is an old, rich white lady. Um, and she's funds. like, yeah, she's like, Jim, do you want a job? Because you're, a, you're a, somehow an out-of-work financial like stockbroker in New York City, <laughs> and you can't find a job in 2012. Uh, and then that's and then Kyle and Jenna kiss and everybody's cool with it even though they've been uh, brother yeah. and sister in law for ten years. That's that's the gist. Yeah, I mean if you that's were trying movie, to do that right? fast, I miss you failed. Important? But but you did a good job explaining <laughs> the movie. Yeah, I failed pretty miserably, um, but that's better than we usually. Yeah, there do. Are, it's better me, than we usually. It's do. the weirdness. What was your favorite part of the movie? <laughs> I mean, there were many parts of the movie i mean the literal um jesus imagery mm -hmm. like when the baby is born like the godly light on it in a dark room the wise men represented by nurses and doctors and random town folk coming in to give presents to the baby they're in the fucking stalls uh, yeah how upset his name is christopher <laughs> how upset about the um cop manger scene were you <laughs> Yeah, it felt like there were like eight beats. It was like, oh, the cops were mean, and then the cops became the heroes and gave... I don't know why they were in the manger to begin with. Why couldn't they just go out and find a taxi? I don't well, know the what Yeah, because the was. cop was like, you can't stay here because it's a, it's a cop place. So, so go inside go where we keep the really expensive horses. <laughs> but then it was like, the girl calls the radio station, but also like they... The, the two... Uh, Kyle and Jenna are like, oh, maybe we can connect you as a conservative and me as a liberal. Maybe there's, maybe we can bridge the gap here. And then, like, you think they're nice friends. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, I've thought about fucking you before. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, it's they're not going with that trope. And then they went hard into the trope. 
and it was awkward and very uncomfortable. You know what was what was really weird was there were a lot of like near misses <laughs> in this in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like like I re- I recall at the beginning I texted Daniel yesterday, and because it, because at the very top of this movie there's a line where it sounds like the the person at the um. The person at the at the airplane counter yes. s- says, take your platinum <laughs> membership card. It sounds like what she wants to say is take your platinum membership card and shove it up your ass. That's yes, where that's where she wants to go. And then and then uh what's her face says, um yeah, I'm about to lose video. Don't worry about it. Oh, there we go, we're back. Uh <laughs> uh, yeah, this is I'm hanging up by a thread. Okay, well there we go. Uh <laughs> For a little bit, for a little behind the scenes action here, Trey is is Trey's laptop is struggling in that Utah heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and the audio and the video, uh, it's just what a mess. Anyway. And the everything. <laughs> but we get that near miss. We get um we get Jenna almost saying the the coveted word bullshit, which was which was lovely. Uh, we also yeah. have them straight up talking about like pop culture stuff and like it's just it's just weird like it feels weird like calling like taylor swift a crossover artist like that's not country she's more of a crossover like i hate rap but you could play kanye yeah it's like well i guess this movie is about compromise conservative liberal kanye taylor swift yeah where can everybody get along yeah it it is in fact kanye so yeah it's so weird super weird um I, I the manger Wait, scene get... made me stand up out of my seat. <laughs> I was like, "You're gonna kiss your brother, sister? You are, yeah, you are, bro. We don't know how long they've been together. There is that time, ten, ten years. Yeah, I guess it's because they need a daughter. How old do we think their daughter is? Um, she seems like she's twelve, right? Like she yeah. seems old. Well, I guess this movie. I guess this movie is kind of like, like because we when we first meet them, the reason why they're chatting about nine eleven is because we first meet them in two thousand two. Nine eleven just happened. Yeah, there are weird. We we've brushed over it. <laughs> SMJ, what, did do you, you want to talk about the weird nine eleven? In your summary, did you mention that he, like, when they were foreclosing the the poor people's house, that the guy, Kyle, like, is the main lawyer for the mortgage company? No, so that, yeah, so that's the most important thing I missed was that they are both lawyers, and she, they used to work for the same firm. She quit to go and be, like, an environmental lawyer or something. She works for a nonprofit. She's a hippie. She is like a hippy dippy lawyer, and he is a corporate lawyer. Okay. Which I was like, I'm not defending him. Okay, I'm not defending the rich. I'm not defending it. She really gets on him about being like the one percent, and her example of him being the one percent is that he has courtside tickets to the Lakers. I mean, do you know how expensive that is? Clippers, I'm sure that's very expensive. I'm like. And, and listen, this is 2012 1%, which was probably a little different. Now there are two trays two in the trays. call. This is remarkable. <laughs> I'm sure 2012 1% was different than 
2021 yeah. 1%. Yeah. But not by that much. No, Zuck was still in the mix. Zuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, are you talking about the rich? Are you talking about the rich? The Uber rich? I'm talking about the rich. Okay, I'm I'm just I'm not defending him. I'm just saying I think he gets a bit of a bad rep. When it's like I mean, he listen, like he he did tell a literal baby that that baby is quote the only one who can break this family curse. <laughs> That's true. My man's got some. Um, <laughs> My man's got some emotional trauma that that I think needs to be unpacked like, with a licensed shit. professional. Can I can I talk yeah. about the contest? Yeah, it's a good one. You can talk about whatever you want. And how just terribly like how just <laughs> weird like so you make a contest right and you set the prize twenty five thousand dollars is a lot of money, okay. That's so much money. For for something that happens by chance, right? Like a baby <laughs> yeah. being born at, like first on Christmas, like at 1201. And and that dad is staking everything that that baby is born at 1201. My yeah, my that's like like think about the abuse of that child. Think of the abuse of the mother. Like you put a prize like a prize money on anything, right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. People are going yeah. to strive to achieve that prize. Like, if they know this baby of the year, I say baby of the year, it's not, if, if, hold on. If, they, if people think this, this Christmas baby prize pool, it, like prize thing is happening, they're going to be like, all right, March 20th, we fuck. We're, 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 we're laying down on March 20th, okay? And then... Baby, baby comes whether or not it's not whether or not it's done cooking. C-section it is. It's coming out at twelve oh one. This is. Yeah, I'm like, do you? I think there's probably a lottery for every New York hospital of who can <laughs> schedule the first C-section <laughs> on Christmas morning. I bet doctors after like a year were like, no, you can't do like no, you can't do this. Yeah, but that's a- was I the? I was faked out by this because I thought. When they get, no, because when she goes into labor and they're like they're in the hospital and the nurse is like everything's looking good and for some reason he's freaking out for no reason like yes th- and we're not clued in to any weird things happening then they're like everything's fine with your baby but we should have a conversation and I was like okay that's way too dramatic and then the next yeah. scene he comes in he's like oh the umbilical cord's wrapped around the throat <laughs> and he's upside down I was like what the also. <laughs> <laughs> The energy, his energy is so chaotic. He, the way he's like, the it, it reminds me of someone. I can't, I can't think of it. But when, when the way he delivers that, and it's just like, guess I'm going back in there. It's like, it's so like, it's so specific and so dramatic. And the, so the yeah, the siblings are of um, the the siblings like so like the the. The dad, the guy whose baby's being born, that's the brother of the of Jenna, and then it's Kyle's sister who's giving birth. Jenna is stressed out the whole movie for this family. Kyle, whose sister is arguably having the more stressful evening, 
yeah. and the more dangerous evening, Kyle is could not give a shit about his sister going into labor and all these problems with the baby. Couldn't that w- care less. He's, that's brilliant. It's a parallel to the deadbeat father. Mm. It's actually deep. He, Daniel, <laughs> you're wrong. Actually, <laughs> no, it's really good. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I was I was lucky enough to watch this. Um, Annika went out of town yesterday, but she was like insistent. She was like, "We, I, I gotta watch this movie. I'm just so, I'm so interested in what this movie." Annika is about. watched all the 2012 movies, right? No, no, this is one of Annika's first movies. Oh. She missed a lot of them. Yeah, I was sad. Um, I'm shaking my head on it right, <laughs> for the visual gag. Mm-hmm. She, um, but she, she just took her um, her um, nurse practitioner like certification exam. So like, pretty in tune with all this stuff. Yeah. And so I was. I'm lucky enough to have this play by play of of the baby being <laughs> born. And Annika was like, "Oh well, you know, if if this happened, then they wouldn't do this." And like, it's not. And I feel like everybody knows it's not like that uncommon to have a C-section. It's it's pretty like normal medical procedure. Yeah. It's not usually anything to worry about. And if it is, they'll explain the real reason. But he's like, "Oh my God, they're having a C-section. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everything's going well, wrong." I, and then if they, he, sorry. Didn't he stipulate that his shoulder got the the little baby's shoulder got stuck in the pelvis? That's what he said <laughs> first, like, yeah, and like then added the problems cord. that go wrong with this. And like now, this may be too personal, but both me and my brother uh, got stuck the first time. Oh, like my head was too big, and my shoulder and my brother's shoulders were too big, so they used a vacuum to get us out. Not like a Hoover, <laughs> but like you know, like a. He apparently there's like a yeah. Apparently there's like a baby suction, <laughs> like a medical thing. vacuum. I was like, you don't need to add the fact that his shoulders are a little too big. Good job on you, Christopher. By the way, having nice broad shoulders at birth, but like <laughs> the umbilical cord the seems baby. enough. Christopher is the baby. Yeah, yes, yeah, like, literal Christ. Um, <laughs> Christopher is. Yeah. Oh my God! Um, oh, I didn't even. Oh Jesus! I, how so, simple yeah, am I? It, any other any other weird things before we try and find some nine eleven? Oh, nine eleven was really <laughs> weird. Yeah, why was nine eleven mentioned? Is the because because oh, because her her son, the old lady's son, died in the tower. Yeah, he mm. was a firefighter. Oh yes, they even said the line you have to say, which is he was a hero. Mm-hmm. That's straight faced. Um, Jenna yells at Kyle, why are your stupid hands tied? I think that's one of the greatest breakup lines of all time. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Uh, my favorite part of this movie is when they're in the church, and then the old lady gets knocked out by the door. It just, yeah, they knock on the It just ha- all happens so fast. The dog <laughs> runs off. Her name is Ethel Goodenthorn. Is that, did I get yeah. that right? I, I, I believe so. so. Let me double check that last name. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't quite make it out but yeah they straight up knock this lady out and she's like inconsequential she's like I need to take you to the, well they're like we need to take you to the hospital they walk her into the hospital she sits down for like 5 minutes and she's like ah, I'll, I'll be fine I'll be fine but find my dog yeah but please <laughs> find my dog yeah yeah Ethel Goodenthorn you did get that right and the um the dog's name is Lammy Lammy that's right. I the don't poodle. think I'd piece together how many 
analogies <laughs> to the nativity story there are, <laughs> yeah. or more specifically, um, a Jesus, Jesus Christ imagery. It, it, but like it, <laughs> the way the way you were calling it the manger, like I did. Yeah, I'm not realizing it until now. But like, I that's what we should have expected from a movie called Baby's First Christmas, right? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Baby's first, like, I I don't know why I didn't expect this instantly, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know. But that guy who plays Kyle, straight up, I think, has murdered someone. <laughs> like the way all of his Casper lines Van are delivered. Yeah, his his lines are delivered like a man who's yeah. seen some shit. No, he's t- he talks like this. He's like, man, yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you so. Much. <laughs> and he sings Jingle Bells, yeah. and it's very jingle uncomfortable. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Oh, the Jingle hey. Bells. Yeah, he, he, there's a whole moment where he won't sing Christmas carols, because of course he won't. And then he like appears to confess his love at the very end by singing Jingle Bells. And they do it. And my favorite, they cut away at, at the wrong time. Yeah, no, it was really goes, weird. Oh, Jingle. And they cut away right in the middle of the O. I think, and it sucks. Yeah, that part at the beginning of the movie, he's... Because he does this whole like he does this whole uh, five minute set on how why do they say hey and jingle bells like why are they so happy seems so weird and then she's like ah oh, Christmas spirit yada 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 and then he comes around at the end to to this beautiful holding the boom box over the head moment and she joins in but she seems like she's in a trance it's very it was just it, it was, was weird kind of it was a little like, it was a little was, weird um. There was another thing. What was the thing? Oh, there were way too many references to them saying, this isn't the movies. And then doing the exact same thing they do in the movies. I was like, it's just uncomfortable. Is that like a common Hallmark thing where they go, they reference themselves? Because they were referencing everything. How how poorly would you, you're you're a writer, SMJ, how poorly would you rate that trope on a scale of 1 to 10? They like, well this isn't, this isn't a story. This isn't a book. This is the real life. And it it, it is in fact a story. What was that accent? I don't know. (laughs) This isn't the movies. It's Um, not the movies. I mean, it could be effective if like you're trying to break the fourth wall, but Mm -hmm. like these people... Just suck. So I don't know like what they're trying to do. It just seemed like oh we have to make this man a curmudgeon. So let me look at my father in law who hates these movies I write and I'm gonna write him into this movie. Um, yeah, I told you I'd make it, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> but like it was. I mean, I think with some tweaks it could be a better movie. What tweaks would you make? Oh no. I like I like this. Yeah, what tweaks would you make? Well, I mean, first off, like the old lady, I'm gonna say it, should be cut. <laughs> oh, cut from on. the movie. Including um, the whole dog subplot. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Give the give the dog to Coach Ken Tanaka, <laughs> the doorman who who is in glee. Um, he he ha- because he like shows up at the hospital to give a Christmas spirit message to each of them. He does it at the doorway. He like lets them break into this fancy apartment building to which try would and find get the him, dog. Yeah, which would get him fired. Yes. Um, but he's not invited to dinner. The old yeah. lady is because they're trying to scam her out of money. I'm convinced they invited her to one either not have a lawsuit 
or to get her to pay for their mortgage bill. Mm. Which she ends up doing by giving him a job. So way to go, lawyers. That underhanded Jenna and her environmental <laughs> lawyer job. Yeah, it also <laughs> wasn't... Like, at the end, it wasn't even that the mortgage was paid off. It was that they just got an extension. Yeah. Like it, he's, he goes... It's, I was like, yeah. good news, mortgage is paid, house is paid for. No, it's... Good news, we got a four-month extension in our mortgage. <laughs> and you and got we a just job. have a, we have, we got a newborn baby to deal with, too. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty great like, time I would, to go house hunting. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be a good news. That would be like we have some time to make this work. Like that that would be my reaction to that news. We can Holy still shit. we can still save this family and this marriage. Not the mortgage, yeah. but we can save this marriage. Yeah. What else would you change? SMJ? I mean, honestly, if they just kept it to like a brother and sister who can finally see eye to eye, even if they're in law, great. The fact that it turns into this like weird will they won't they incest thing. Yeah. Instantly. Only instantly legally. Raises... Only legally. <laughs> no. I'm like yeah. Wait legality i'm i'm just i'm just running through this can they legally get married those two can they legally get married i think so right probably i mean See, it, i i don't know what state they're in but new york well they live in chicago oh, new york. true illinois new york yeah i don't see why not i think new if, york yes illinois no <laughs> that feels right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jesus. yeah um I mean, I would just make it about that then, because, like, there's so many stories. Uh, well, I'm going to be honest. It was original. I've never seen brother and sister-in-law fall in love over Christmas. I mm-hmm. <laughs> got to give it to him there. Um, executed really poorly. I would also just recast that guy. Mm. I actually, Le- I came around on the guy. No. A little bit. He's a little bit. like a murderer. <laughs> Every line delivery he has is way too intense for a Christmas movie. I encourage the audience. I'm going to hold it up to the camera, but I encourage the audience to look up this guy's face on the po- on the uh, thing. This is what he looks like <laughs> Jesus. on the box art. And it's it's a he's a good-looking guy in the movie. That's I think the worst photo. I like photo yeah, to person translation I've ever good. seen. Wait, can I see that cover art again real yeah, one quick? More, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I could I can't even explain how poorly that represents what this movie is about. We've yeah, seen quite, all of these movies. The, SMJ, we've we watched the all of back. these. Yeah, that's my favorite trope of a of a movie poster when they're like back to back and they're looking at each other like this girl and this guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> that or they're looking at each other and they got the eyebrows up like. Yeah, I would yeah. also just obs like. Okay, if you want to do the whole trope of, like, poor people losing their home on Christmas thing, that's fine. Then I would make it average New Yorkers, like, pitch in to save the day, and it talks about the beauty of the city coming together, as opposed to, like, rich white people uh, giving poor people a break. Like, I I mean, like... Giving that... a, giving another another money, another financial person a break. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even like he... And we don't even know what the what his wife does, what the sister does. Uh, she raises the kids. Yeah, she gives birth. Yeah, so it's like... I, I, I think don't... she has two lines. <clears throat> One where she thanks the husband for lying to her. Yeah. Which is an interesting... Yeah, because yeah, cause the husband is like, oh, I got a job. And then when he gets the real job offer from the rich old white lady, he's like, I, I didn't actually have a job. And she's like, I know you'll take care of this family. 
That's right. <laughs> the other thing that got me is the rushed dad redemption arc. Like, yeah. Because bad. I'm like, I'm bad. like, well, I was fully, exp- I knew it, I called it when I heard my dad <laughs> gambled all his money away and drank. I was like, let me guess. He's going to no. show up at the hospital. He's going to sit there and they're going to look at each other for the first time in years in this hospital room. Immediately happens like 15 minutes later. And then um, <laughs> they don't even talk that much. The dad's just like, don't be like me, son. And he's like, I'll never be like you. Then immediately runs out and then comes back. And <laughs> like, so this, I don't, this won't be significant to you, SMJ. But Trey, I, I think this was significant to you. What did the father get the son? Oh, no. That changed the son's mind about his father. <laughs> I don't know. There would be a quiz. What did he get? <laughs> he remember remember the the he gets to the tree he gets to the airport he gets through security and then he checks what's in the bag that his dad got him. Okay, and it's a it's a train set. Oh, that's right, because he watched it in the in the window. Because he was like, it's the one toy I wanted, and these 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 children who have issues with their parents never have like. Never address the legitimate emotional issues that they feel. Yeah. They like the legitimate senses of abandon that they feel. It's always, I wanted this toy, and if they'd gotten me this toy, I would have known they were paying attention to yeah, me. Yeah, very materialistic. And this is exactly the same thing that happened in um, Call Me Mrs. Miracle, where yeah. they, we had the same issue with a dad who was kind of a jerk, but it wasn't like <laughs> he was just kind of a deadbeat. He wasn't like. I don't know, not what I would call like an awful father. He was just sort of not around. Wasn't you know? wasn't like yeah. a similar thing going on with um, Drake Hunter of Hunter Toys with the train set, and wasn't like a similar thing going on with the little kid in uh, the town Christmas set. forgot. Yeah, it's always trains, and this was something that we had in the in the first year in 2012, and then 2011 kind of dropped the train subplot. Yeah, there are no trains. And we're sets. coming right back, just like on a train track. We're coming right we're coming back around. around on it. <laughs> coming right back around, baby. What does it mean? I don't know. Yeah, no. Why, uh, I, my, I was just thinking about this. Why is ev- why is every person who hates Christmas? Why do they have to be like a business person? Mm. Uh, we who have, doesn't who doesn't have time for Christmas? We have the answer. Whereas, like most people, don't like Christmas because of. I think at this point we need to acknowledge ties. it's a legitimate curse. A curse? Like what do you? Yeah, the, the that, business person curse. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. I think we've seen it enough times at this point. And my cat really wants to get involved with this conversation. Yeah, come on. I think we. Um, it's a curse. I think it is. Something that happens, maybe it's a tax bracket thing. Tax oh, bracket. good. No, go further into that. You stop but talking. There's a, I want but you to But there's a going. specific. Oh, I was pausing for, for some laughter uh, okay. for a response to that comment, either anger or humor. <laughs> no, go. It's a so tax what's what's bracket. what's always confusing to me though is that you reach. I think you reach a certain tax bracket, which is let's say. Meet like you're well off. You don't worry about things, but you're not like you don't have like two homes, you know. But then I think you cross into the next like the next two. I think that that's those two tax brackets. Those people are too busy for Christmas because they do still work, you know. They're not just making money 
off of other sources of income. They're still working. Mm. But then we reach the point, which is always an old person who is living off of generational wealth or living off of um, stocks that their husband got and then their husband died, maybe under mysterious circumstances. I don't know. I'm not here to speculate. But then they reach that tax bracket and then they come back around on Christmas. Interesting. Do you see what I'm you see what I'm breaking down here? I think so. So it's kind of like a it's like a bell curve. Yeah, like if you there's a, there's obviously obviously if you're working um, a minimum wage job or in some sort of service industry, you love Christmas. You don't I make mean, enough money, but you love Christmas. Th- here's here's right. something we can cite uh, that one movie where uh, uh, that radicalized me. You know that one. Yes, though. Yes, wait, um, radical. <laughs> wait, yeah, wait, yeah. It'll ra- so, it'll it'll get you. There's 100%. this percent. There's this movie where is this woman and her two kids, and they were they're they're, they're homeless. like they're homeless and they're like living out of her car and she just has like all the hope in the world, uh, to not be homeless and she just keeps getting slighted by the service industry and every time she tries to find a place to live, she's getting slighted. And like the land landlords are being terrible to her, but she's just like trucking on, and it's very Christian. <laughs> this movie, it is like absurdly Christian. Yeah, that one literally Christian. ends with them praying the poor away. Like yeah, they pray, and she's not poor anymore. And I, I was like, I was watching that movie, and I was like, "There's no way I could." I, there's, I'm different there's no after watching back that. Now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And what's hilarious is it takes place in Utah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, did yeah, I see a Utah Mormon? Yeah, it was like a Utah flight. But um, so it's like uh, so someone like that who is uh, unforgivably poor will always have the Christmas spirit. <laughs> that's a strange word. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, I, but honestly, no. I think that's like an appropriate word for how like most media treats poor and or at risk or homeless people is that they're unforgivably this way because of. Them being too nice, that's also mm. a weird trope as well. Like, poor people are too nice. They do too many nice things with their money. Um, yeah. And, and then, the, con- yeah, like the yeah. conflict of those is always like, why are you working on Christmas, Dad? And it's like, because we don't have money. <laughs> but, <laughs> because the government hasn't raised the minimum wage but, but then, decades. But then it's like, with, with the wealthier, it's, why are you working on Christmas, Dad? Because, because... Christmas is just another day. No, 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 no. It's no. just another you day know, because I put in the work. <laughs> I hustled my whole life. I think Hallmark movies endorse hustle culture. Yeah, hustle culture. <laughs> it's also just boomer culture in general. Just yeah. <laughs> very true. Yeah, very yes. true, very true. They Back in my day, here. when I had Christmas, I got one train set. I can get you five now, you spoiled kid. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. I but got then, one train set. You know what I did? I sold that train set. What did I buy with that train set? I bought a coffee maker. What did I use that coffee maker for? I was inside of Fortune 500 companies. I was selling them coffee for 50 cents on the dollar. That I turned that around into a successful toy empire, son. That Fortune 500 company, GME, traded up. 2021 came along, made daddy a millionaire. Um you ever yeah. seen The Social Network? I watch that movie every day. It's that and Wolf of Wall Street. It's all I watch. I've religion. never seen another movie. Oh, my God. I own two books, and it's the screenplays to those two movies. 
Um, and sometimes I watch The Art of the Deal. I listen to it on uh, on Audible. Shout out to our sponsor, Audible. I'm sponsored uh, by Audible, son. <laughs> this is a sponsored ad for you. Yeah. Son. It's called targeted branding. What is targeted branding? Let me break it down for yeah. you a little bit. Okay. I learned this on the Joe Rogan experience. I Yeah. In Jesus. terms of connections for this movie... I wait. You know I think what? that's the connection. It's not a tax bracket thing. It's what level of podcasts do you listen to? Do you <laughs> not have Rogan. time for podcasts? You love Christmas and you have time for Christmas. As soon as you start listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, <laughs> then that's you don't when you have don't time have time for time Christmas because you're too busy. And yeah. then, do you not know what a podcast is? Have you only listened to radio from after the war, mm. the Great War? Did, then you can care about Christmas and you have enough money. Did you oh, see Did you see Wolf of Wall Street midnight release? <laughs> then you don't care about Christmas. Did you think that he got a bad rap from the federal government? Then you don't care about Christmas. You don't care about Christmas. No. <laughs> um, Sorry, you were talking about connections. Yeah, uh, well, there's the obvious, which is that... Uh, the oh, guy so from Glee, obvious, the it? guy from Glee and Ethel are in some way either guardian angels or um, uh, Mrs. Miracles in their own right. Yeah. So SMJ, I know, I know you, I know you, you poked around on the website a little. I bit. did. Yeah. Um, what are there any like major facet? Let us know if we need to explain. So if we say a term. And, and you don't know what the hell we're talking about. Don't you worry. I'm on the website right now. So Great. I can... Uh, that way I could fill in the, the gaps if I need it. But no, I, I think... I think the guy from Glee is a Miss, Miss Miracle. Okay. Um, like... Wait, hold on. Dead spouses? Well, <laughs> Sorry. I'm also looking at stats. <laughs> is this a meet cute? Uh, no, well, I no, because they already know each yeah, other. Yeah, they already they already knew each other. I I would you know one could argue that that Let's car ride to New is York because you is know what this cute. whole year has sucked for all of our rules. We've <laughs> yeah. had to throw all of our rules out the it's, window. It was only it's a disgusting meet cute. It's not good. It was only the very last movie that we watched where they just said. Let's uh, let's gonna, let's make Trey happy. We do yeah. have a business boy in this movie, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, he's almost a stinker too. He just doesn't do homework. Yeah, that's but always, hates- and that's why we came up with the business boy because the business boy is basically a stinker, but they do love working. They love. They working. leveled up from stinker. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. it. More often than not, if you're a stinker as a kid, you grow up to be a business boy. Yeah. I like how Miss Miracle on the website, I was meaning to tell you this before we recorded, it's just Ray Romano's mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, really? <laughs> that's who she, that's, that's the actress, right? That's the actress, know, yeah, that's totally the character, yeah. I'm just like, hey. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, dog, there was a dog in this? There it there is. There was a dog, yeah, the dog's totally psychic. Yep. If 9-11 was mentioned, does that mean the Homeland Department Department of Homeland Security like paid to have them mention it just to keep it on our minds? Mm. Mm. Now, Asmj, you're bringing up just so so much goodness right now. You're just bringing it home. You know what? I the thing is, we came up with all of this, yet I forgot. And, and oh. the way <laughs> this, this is why we need the unfiltered eye. To yeah, the unfiltered right. eye is so uh, helpful. We have seen literally, I think, almost forty of these movies at this point. We need 
Let's an unfiltered <laughs> eye to come in. Let me see what number movie that was. Um, I mean, Mrs. Miracle. Yeah. The more I look at the Mrs. Miracle definition you have, like, the guy from Glee fits it. Like, he is Christmas cheer. He does appear out of nowhere. That's true. So the problem is, so Mrs. Miracle, we found out this year, is part of, and I haven't updated the website for this because we haven't, it's always our wrap-up episode that we, like, canonically uh, yes. set things in stone. But um, we, we were introduced to a group called the Board of Correctors this year. No. Who are um, the most <laughs> no. powerful beings in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe? This was introduced to us by this Carrie is, Fisher. This was in a movie. Yeah, this, this is was in like, a movie, like a hundred percent. This is yeah. not us stretching at all. But that includes Father Christmas, no. who is above all of the Santa Clauses. It includes um, Clifford the Big Red, Big Red Dog, who is Father Christmas's dog, because every Santa Claus has a psychic dog. Yes. It includes Mrs. Miracle. Uh, it includes a gentleman named Coleman who doesn't play into this film. No. Um, and then it includes Mrs. Miracle, who has uh, Carrie Fisher working for her. Oh yes. God. Carrie Fisher um, is in one of these movies. It's I great. Bet. She's fantastic. That um, is hilarious. <laughs> so I, I definitely think he's a guardian angel. But it, whose guardian angel is he? Is he his or hers? That's I a don't good question. Because he answers for both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who does he and have? And also the old lady. Like, <laughs> I'm inclined to say the guy. Yeah. I think the I think the advice he gives to the guy is more substantial than what he gives. The guy also has an arc to go on. Right. Sure. Well, Jenna's um, going through an arc. She is. It's called "Why Do You Keep Your Stupid Hands Tied." Why? <laughs> um, is 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 he a guardian angel or is he a Christmas angel? Trey. Oh, this oh. is a good question. So while He's, Trey thinks, so a guardian angel is is assigned to you usually at birth, um, and you oh, have them throughout your life. Yeah. A Christmas angel is someone who has a near death experience around the Christmas time. They lived maybe not the best life, but they are given a chance to go back and help someone else in their life. And if they manage to help that person while not revealing that they are an angel of the Lord, then they get to come back to life. I think the proximity of these <laughs> events, like being so close to Christmas and the problem being solved on Christmas mm. gives a strong case that our, our friendly Dorman is indeed a Christmas angel. Because yeah, also I'll he disappears. <laughs> he disappears after yeah. his job is done. So like he's not involved. Also, where does dinner. he yeah. where does he disappear? Where does he disappear? That's true. Uh, to back a hospital. Oh. And he goes back to the hospital. He's like, this is where my body is. I just need to complete this task. Also, they, Christmas angels can interact with people, and guardian angels technically can't interact with their he people. He has a dead spouse. Yeah. And he does he have a dead, dead spouse. Interesting. died. Wait, oh. Daniel, these are strong cases. These are very strong yeah, he's cases. A Christmas okay, angel. I love this. Yeah, love this, <laughs> this, this lines up angel. perfectly with, what was that movie called? With the, with this, the first Christmas angel? This was Christmas magic. Christmas, Christmas magic, magic was Christmas, Christmas magic. angels were Yeah, no, but that lines up perfectly with her story. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the original I, Christmas angel story. I love this connection. I think this because this is our last movie of 2012. I think there's some deeper things going on here. Okay. We're all here in this space together. We're loving this space. I want to just throw... Okay. You know, if you want to keep keep playing on the Xbox, that's fine. But if you want to play with these trains, here you go. Okay. Um, 
What airline do they fly on? They try to get a flight at the beginning of the movie on Zeta Airlines. Oh, no. Not a real airline. No. No. But if you look up the origin of the name Zeta, the origin and the meaning of the name Zeta. Okay. The interesting part is that Zeta as a name has come to mean last born. So this baby will be the last baby born? I don't, I don't know. And it, I don't think it's the last human baby. <laughs> just... Wait. What are you trying to say? I don't know. I'm, this is, I'm literally just putting these out in the world. But there is something very interesting with the fact that they try to fly on Zeta Airlines. This will be the first and last incest couple we have on Hallmark. <laughs> like, that's if it. we're lucky. If we're lucky. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe if we behave really, really well, then it'll be the last one. <laughs> if, as a treat, they'll stop making As a me... treat, they won't make step-siblings get together. Together. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's not even one of those like, hey, we're getting married today. You two should get married, too. It's one of those, we got married and had a kid. Slow burns. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And now, and now we want to get down and dirty was incest like a like a like a more acceptable thing in 2012 i don't know great question <laughs> let's unpack that yeah let, let's go into the media of 2012 how many stories like this exist of? i'm back um hey trey's back <laughs> yeah <laughs> smj is there anything you want to plug going going I, on i mean i got so much things happening Hard All right, never mind. SMJ is no, super famous. It doesn't no, need our No, stop. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, Daniel and I are working on a new piece. We've been working on this piece for almost a year now called Our Childhood Sucked that deals a lot with all the bullshit um, that media forced upon us as kids. So we dissect that. We have a podcast. We have an audio series, kind of, yes. Um, we have a play. That will happen. We'll find out when it happens. It will either happen this month or next month, dependent on factors. Uh, <laughs> that's the best <laughs> way to put it, I guess. Um, I, I Yeah, there's a lot of plays. Like I have a lot of random play readings happening this summer. And uh, it's all on my website. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the website will be down in the description. But what is it for people? Oh, uh, w- SMJ writes as in the activity, not the legal thing. Dot com. Mm. That's the whole URL too. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> yeah. SMJ writes dot com. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, giving some great ideas on rewriting this movie. Um, oh God. <laughs> this was a horrible way to end 2012. Trey, would you agree? No, I th- I think this was the best way to end 2012. You kidding me? I I'm not kidding you. Explain yourself right now. Ba- baby's first Christmas, twenty five thousand dollar grand prize to the first baby born on Christmas. Who's sponsoring that prize, by the way? Uh, probably the government, the New radio York City station. government. Yeah, Bloomberg's still mayor, so he <laughs> I mean, he has the money. Wait, if Bloomberg's sponsoring it, then then this is part of the government trying to trap Santa Claus. Yeah, maybe. All right, well, cool. Nice or, and vague. Or just find Christ. 
Like, wow. Like, tell us, tell us that your baby was born on exactly the first baby born on Christmas. We'll give you $25,000 and we'll steal that Christ baby. This is the outro. Why would you leave that to the end of the episode? Yeah. Greg, go do the outro. This is the outro. Hell, uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> My name is, uh, oh, uh, if you want to find us, uh, you can find us on mistletoesecret.com. Did you already do this while I was trying to reconnect? No. Okay. If you want to find us, you can find us on mistletoesecret.com, or you can email us at mistletoesecret at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, secret. On Twitter.com. Colin Robertson made our music. Uh, these these succulent, dulcet tones. Uh, oh, God. Uh, my name is Trey Planicki. My name is Daniel Kunkel. I'm SMJ. And I'm here to remind you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thanks for listening.